next on the 5 o'clock report. Wind will be the big issue. They need more of everything. Worsening and horrific conditions. There were three incidents. Mind-boggling. Let me be clear, we messed up. This is going to make my day. Now, let's go to the newsroom. Hold on to your hat. Good afternoon. Thank you very much for joining us. I'm Mark Webster. After a soggy day for some, Western New York and PA bracing for some strong winds tonight. Wind will be the big issue tonight, especially for those of you in Western New York and Northwest Pennsylvania. Those wind concerns will continue into tomorrow as the potent area of low pressure passes by to the north. Meteorologist Kevin Williams, whose forecast is just ahead. The death toll from the Turkey-Syria earthquake has passed 20,000 victims and still climbing. They need more of absolutely everything. That's United Nations Special Envoy Geir Peterson. We need it urgently through the fastest, most direct and most effective routes. Paul Taylor is with a British aid group there. We're finding that the local people last night were staying in their cars or staying out in the streets because they're scared as to what an aftershock will do to their buildings. CBS's Chris Livesay says winter weather is now the main threat to survivors and rescuers. The unseasonable cold, as much as 15 degrees lower than normal, has made the catastrophe even more lethal, says the World Health Organization. We've got a lot of people who have survived now out in the open and in worsening and horrific conditions. We've got major disruption to fuel and electricity supplies, communication supplies, the basics of life. U.S. Ambassador Jeff Flake says the quake response is going to go on for months, if not years. It's going to be a long road. There, there's a lot to do, and we have a lot of good assets here. Other than the search and rescue teams, we have Blackhawks available that are flying missions to get relief workers where they need to go, as well as evacuate uh, those who are hurt. In some areas, rescue efforts have ended in favor of demolishing unsteady buildings. Chinese spying, that was the hot topic in Washington today. Perhaps the biggest revelation so far is that the recent Chinese spy balloon flight over the continental United States was far from an isolated event. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin spoke with CBS's David Martin. There were three incidents a couple of years ago that balloons overflew uh, parts of the, of the U.S. Which parts? There were parts of Texas and Florida that the balloon flew over. Turns out, China- Chinese balloons have been violating airspace all over the world, much of the time without anyone noticing. Congress got a briefing on the issue today. The PRC is the only competitor with the intent and means to reshape the international order. That's Deputy Secretary of State Wendy Sherman talking to a Senate committee today, saying China poses a geopolitical challenge that is going to test American diplomacy like few issues have in recent memory. Tennessee Senator Marsha Blackburn tells Fox News. The lax nature of responsibility, the lax nature toward accountability is mind-boggling. Meanwhile, Lieutenant General Douglas Sims told lawmakers that recovery efforts continue off the coast of South Carolina where that latest balloon was shot down. We recovered pieces each day. I think we're thinking days to to weeks in terms of everything, but it does continue in in, uh, conjunction with the FBI. The bulk of the electronics aboard that spy craft remain on the ocean floor. And another threat to the United States was on full display today. North Korea rolled out its arsenal to mark the 75th anniversary of the founding of the army. Some of the intercontinental ballistic missiles in the parade could reach continental America. Analysts are watching the parade pictures closely for evidence that North Korea has perfected solid fuel technology, which could make it easier to hide preparations for a missile attack. 
Elizabeth Palmer, CBS News, Seoul. Back stateside now, Southwest Airlines executives getting a grilling by a Senate panel today, looking for answers as to why the airline had a near meltdown over the holidays. Chief Operating Officer Andrew Watterson on the hot seat. Let me be clear, we messed up. And I would like to explain to you how we messed up. Watterson says in hindsight, the airline did not have enough what he called winter operational resilience. House Republicans seeking records from some members of the Biden family. A committee recently sent a formal request to the president's son for information related to his foreign business dealings, as well as the president's younger brother, James Biden, and Hunter's business partner, Eric Schwerin. Revelations today regarding the COVID pandemic in a new Stanford University study. It was found that it was deadly to doctors who first dealt with the unfolding crisis. 600 might have died early in the pandemic. It also found hundreds of thousands of students left public schools during the pandemic and did not resume their studies anywhere else. That includes this Massachusetts student who had some thoughts as to why. I was really struggling with my mental health. Once again, I just felt really alone. And my teachers, they never tried to get personal with me. Also out a new federal report that says half of the nation's students began this school year a full year behind grade level in at least one subject because of pandemic disruptions. Did you have tuna for lunch today? You might find this next report from CBS's Stacey Lynn a little unsettling. A new Consumer Reports investigation found what they called unpredictable spikes in mercury levels in five popular canned tuna brands. Mercury is a, a compound that affects neurodevelopment. CBS medical contributor Dr. David Agus. If you have a high mercury level while the brain is developing in a fetus, there can be cognitive issues later in life. Now to Washington. A federal museum has apologized to a group of Catholic students who wore stocking caps with a simple pro-life message to the Air and Space Museum. Lucas Seculo of the American Center for Law and Justice says these students were accosted by the museum's security staff three times. They had taught whoever the security guards are that they should not just ask people to leave in a polite way or ask them to change. It got aggressive. It got profanity laced. One of the security guards said, yeah, this is going to make my day. The ACLJ has filed suit seeking injunctions on shutting down legal speech and financial damages for the student group. Still to come on the 5 o'clock report are tax breaks shortchanging New York schools new health concerns about Pennsylvania's newly elected U.S. Senator, and a grocery store robot run amok. I'm Kevin Williams, and here is your Family Life regional weather forecast. Breezy for all, windy for some, windiest in western New York with gusts exceeding 50 miles an hour in the Rochester to Buffalo to Jamestown corridor. We'll have a few scattered rain showers, late night snow flurries for some, low temps mid-30s to the mid-40s. It'll be a blustery day on Friday, mostly cloudy skies. Any rain showers slip to snow flurries. Temperatures will spend the afternoon in the 30s for most, 40s across eastern Pennsylvania. On Saturday, brisk and chilly, morning clouds, a couple of flurries, and the sun is out with high temps, 30s to near 40. Thanks, Kevin. Now checking the stories, making news where you live across New York and Pennsylvania. Education activists say hundreds of public schools in New York are being shortchanged by tax breaks given to private businesses. Family Life's Jeremy Miller explains. A new report shows nearly $2 billion of local property taxes that would have funded school districts instead went to property tax-exempt industrial development agencies. Now, IDAs funnel the subsidies to corporations as an incentive to move into an area to provide jobs and other benefits that compensate local communities for any lost revenue. But it also eliminates funding for schools to hire mental health counselors or support staff. 
economic analysts recommend eliminating IDAs, but lawmakers instead want to prohibit tax abatements to private businesses that would otherwise go towards schools. New York leads the nation in money circumvented away from school districts, with at least 318 districts losing funding. And unless it changes, property taxes will have to increase. Jeremy Miller, Family Life News. All right, thank you, Jeremy. A rash of fatal crashes around the listening area yesterday. A Norwich teen lost his life in a one-vehicle accident in the town of Oxford, New York. State police say Taylor DeMuth was a passenger in a Chevy pickup truck, which overturned when the driver failed to negotiate a curve. DeMuth partially ejected from the truck. Two other occupants received minor, non-life-threatening injuries. Police say the truck was unregistered, uninsured, and the driver unlicensed. A fatal head-on crash on I-86 in the town of Alm last night. State police say 62-year-old Ronald Rose of Angelica was eastbound in the westbound lanes when he ran head-on into a tractor trailer. The truck driver was mercy flighted to Strong Memorial Hospital for treatment of his injuries. And another fatal collision involving two tractor trailers in Wyoming County. The sheriff's office there says it happened around 2.30 yesterday afternoon at the intersection of Route 78 and Hermitage Road. One of the trucks failed to yield the right-of-way at a stop sign. The driver pronounced dead at the scene. No further information yet on that crash. Buffalo Bills safety DeMar Hamlin went into cardiac arrest a little over a month ago now. He continues to recover, and yesterday he accepted the NFL Players Association Award for Community Service. Giving back to my community has always been a, a big part of who I am. I'm thankful to my father who's right here behind me. The union's medical director says that Hamlin will play pro football again. The latest round of store closings by retailer Bed Bath & Beyond will leave the Rochester area without any of those stores. The last two in Victor and Henry on a new list of another 150 stores nationwide being closed by the troubled retailer. The season's over early for the state champion wrestling team at Star Point Central High School in western New York. They've been pulled off the mats for serious allegations of inappropriate conduct by one or more team members. Reporter Kelsey Anderson with WIVB in Buffalo. The Star Point superintendent says the district and its legal counsel made the call to cut the season short. The superintendent says the district will not release more information at this time. So far, no arrests in that situation, but the Niagara County Sheriff's Office is investigating. It's rare to see a phone booth these days, but a crew in Watkins Glen was dialed in on one this morning. We call on Family Life's Greg Gillespie for more. Mark, the best way to introduce this story may be with this riddle. Why did the phone booth cross the road? To continue being a local landmark. The historic English style phone booth in downtown Watkins Glen has moved across the street. The 1940s style phone booth had been outside the Rooster Fish restaurant for decades, but now has a new home at the Watkins Glen Area Chamber of Commerce. Rooster Fish closed late last year and began selling off items, including the phone booth. The Chamber of Commerce quickly bought it so the village wouldn't lose that piece of history. Greg Gillespie, Family Life News. Uh, thanks, Greg. Now to PA, reporter Tim Jimenez with KYWTV in Philadelphia on the latest on U.S. Senator John Fetterman. Fetterman's office says he started to feel lightheaded at the tail end of a Democratic retreat, so staffers drove him to George Washington University Hospital in D.C. His office says he was in good spirits and communicating with family and staffers. Now, this health scare is happening about nine months after Fetterman suffered a stroke right before the primaries. 
Fetterman's doctors say tests today show no signs of a new stroke. Suicide prevention hotline numbers for many school students would be mandatory under legislation about to be introduced in Pennsylvania State House. That story from Family Life's Terry Diener. Representative Tina Davis has authored a bill that would require all Pennsylvania public schools that issue ID cards for students in grades 6 through 12 to print local, state, and federal suicide prevention hotline numbers on those cards. The bill is similar to legislation introduced in Michigan and New Hampshire. Terry Diener, Family Life News. All right, thank you, Terry. Now to Gettysburg, where there's been an explosive discovery. An unexploded artillery shell has been found at the Gettysburg National Military Park in Pennsylvania. It was found in an area called Little Round Top and dates from the Battle of Gettysburg in early July of 1863, according to park officials. CBS's Jim Crisula. You might know that sound. Giant Food Mart shoppers are used to seeing Marty, the googly-eyed towering robot on wheels who routinely makes the rounds up and down the store aisles, pointing out spills to staff and otherwise just hanging out and looking cool. The store is Marty's world, but this week one Marty unit at the Giant in Lehigh County, PA, had apparently had enough. Hey! What do you think you're doing? It's going berserk! Ben, how'd this happen? Who is knowing how to read the mind of a robot? Well, it wasn't exactly like the 1986 movie Short Circuit, but this Marty did make it to the outside world briefly, to the parking lot. A Facebook video, which has been viewed more than a half million times, shows Marty meandering around the lot as his human co-workers attempt to round him up. They eventually succeeded. I worked at a grocery store once as a cashier. Sometimes I felt like a robot. I, I feel you, Marty. From Marty to the market we go. The nightly market report brought to you by Ambassador Advisors. Here's Family Life's Dave Margolotti. After kicking off the session with sizable gains Today, markets turned south in the afternoon and ended red. Ongoing inflation and recession concerns seem to weigh on the minds of investors. Google's slide continues as shares dropped another 4%. Tesla rallying on news of strong Chinese sales. The stock has surged by more than 60% so far this year. After the bell, PayPal will report earnings as well as internet traffic company Cloudflare. Oil today fell below the $78 a barrel mark. The Dow losing 249 points, the S&P 500 down 36, and the Nasdaq dropped 120. Ambassador Advisors is a Christian financial planning firm helping faithful stewards do more. Online at ambassadoradvisors.com. Happy Groundhog Day. Hi, I'm Rob West with a Faith and Finance Minute. Maybe you've seen the 1990s film Groundhog Day. It's about a man who has to live the same day over and over again until he learns an important life lesson. I suspect many of us are like that when it comes to money. We repeat the cycle of earning and spending, earning and spending, but never get ahead. Well, here's the life lesson. The key to getting ahead is spending less than you earn over an extended length of time. That may not be easy, but if you spend everything that comes in, you'll stay stuck in your own financial Groundhog Day. Breaking free of the cycle begins with living on less than you earn. Get biblical answers to your financial questions in the FaithFi community. Download FaithFi, Faith and Finance in your app store or visit faithfi.com. Coming up on the 5 o'clock report, youngsters might have only known him from an Austin Powers cameo, but older folks enjoyed his songs for decades. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Bert Bacharach. What the world needs now is love, sweet love. No, not just for some... 
I'm Kevin Williams, and here is your Family Life Regional Weather Forecast. Breezy for all, windy for some, windiest in western New York with gusts exceeding 50 miles an hour in the Rochester to Buffalo to Jamestown corridor. We'll have a few scattered rain showers, late night snow flurries for some, low temps mid-30s to the mid-40s. It'll be a blustery day on Friday, mostly cloudy skies. Any rain showers slip to snow flurries. Temperatures will spend the afternoon in the 30s for most, 40s across eastern Pennsylvania. On Saturday, brisk and chilly, morning clouds, a couple of flurries, and the sun is out with high temps, 30s to near 40. Thank you very much, Kevin. Finally, at 5, we learned today that Burt Bacharach has passed away at the age of 94. His songwriting and record-producing created the soundtrack for a generation. CBS's Deborah Rodriguez with a very listenable look back. What the world needs now is love, sweet love. Burt Bacharach said, The groovy thing about pop music is that it's wide open. Anything can happen. And when Bacharach wrote songs, what happened was magic. His collaborations with Hal David dominated the charts in the 1960s and 70s. We have them to thank for Dionne Warwick's greatest hits. Do you know the way to San Jose? Walk on by. I say a little prayer for you. Then there were their songs for movies. Raindrops are falling on my head. And music for Broadway. Promises, promises, I'm all through with promises. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. Truly one of the greats of American music. And that's the world we live in for Thursday, February 9th, 2023. Thank you again for joining us. I'm Mark Webster, Family Life News.